When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I thought I was going to get more of the 25-person wedding, how hard to the hoop are you going? You know what I mean? I thought I was going to get more, because I've already said that for the uh, for the Astley, since I said that, I'm not going to be driving. Yep. I think I'm going hard to the hoop tonight. Good for you. Enjoy yourself. Might as well. Why not? No work tomorrow. Mm-hmm. If you're if you're looking for me to stop you, you're looking at the wrong guy. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. What games are on in the morning tomorrow? Who cares? No, no, no. That's good. That's good. Because then you just get up and you do nothing other than turn yeah, but on. But you're the missing TV. the point. That yeah. if you go have a good time tonight, it doesn't matter what's on. It's gonna be on, and you just put your feet up on the couch. No, I'm gonna and feel like enjoy, crap already. Yeah, enjoy yourself. It doesn't matter. You could watch Indiana play Rutgers, and you're gonna have a fine time. <laughs> doesn't matter. You know what will probably happen. I'll probably end up with like Raptors Wizards at 10 a.m. Well, there, there you go. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Look, here, here's the perfect world. You wake up, yeah. you don't feel your best. Have a little coffee. Relax. Put, Can get, you do coffee the next day? Yes. I delay on coffee. Yeah. Have a little coffee. Try it. Yeah. Take, or, or take a couple of Tylenol and Advil, both, right when you wake up. Have a little bit of coffee. The caffeine helps a, a decent amount. Mm-hmm. Don't put on any, like, Put on comfortable clothes, like right the t-shirt, soft soft shorts, or whatever. A nice dress shirt. Lay, lay down on the couch. Turn on the TV. Let let nature take its course. You're gonna you're going to fall asleep. That's a again. nice dress shirt. He said unbuttoned. unbuttoned. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's a nice white dress shirt unbuttoned all the way down. Just, just let nature happen. You'll fall asleep. You'll wake up around 11, 11 30, 12, and yeah. you'll feel much much better. But get up at a normal time. Don't try to sleep it off. That doesn't work. You got to get up. Yeah. You got to lean it. You got to <laughs> lean into it and then fall back asleep. Does he know? Does Does Bergman know about the three pillow thing? Do you have any idea about this? I heard Travis talking about a three pillow thing. Does that not throw you off? Do you have a visual of that three pillows? Because I, I feel so it's behind the head. Travis sleeping. I understand the one between the legs. I don't do that, but I hear it's good for you. Where is the third one again? Like just kind of under my arm. Yeah, I don't. That one's a little bit odd for me. But like, this is but the like, last person. Like, you know what? I, you know what I, th- I thought he was like caveman when he sleeps. I just thought like. <laughs> Doesn't even need a pillow. It's like a bearskin blanket. <laughs> I, could, on the I got a why. torch burning over my bed. I don't know why my vision and a of hide you. on the top. <laughs> yeah, not just a, a there's skin. A there's, yeah. a, there's a fire burning. I don't know why my vision of you is like it gets fi- it gets hot food. inside and you just go outside and lay on the grass. This, this may Susan, be- uh, food now. <laughs> this may be another example of you not listening carefully because you know when it comes to my sleep, oh, Princess and the Pea. I'm very particular to my own bed, to my own type. Like I prefer a quilt to any other type of blanket. It's the perfect amount of weight. Oh, you I, don't like uh, like down comforters. Too too warm. They are too warm. Too too warm. Like if you're in Mammoth in February, yeah, right. down comforters are great. But in Orange County, when how you you never. I need a quilt. I need my three pillows, and I need my bed. It's not to have like T-bone steak and like need meat and (laughs) eats and just good night. I'm full. I would like to go to bed about nine.
<laughs> Not on a Friday. But speaking 9:30. of Friday, so you say you want to go hard to the hoop. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go. I think I have to go hard to okay, the hoop. Okay, so do you ha- do you know what you're going to be doing? Do you, have you made no. have you made your plan? A game plan, no. a strategy, a game, a strategy. So to speak. Yes, exactly. No. So no game plan. Can I offer a suggestion? Yeah. <laughs> I do not have my daughter today, and I'm not picking her up until sometime on Saturday. He's Probably asking to go wedding. to the wedding with you, Slee. Are you going to wedding? Yeah. Oh, that's never mind. That's yeah. never mind. You were you wanted to hook up and go I, get a few, didn't you? By the you? way, I was, I, was, I was like, yeah. I was so grab a drink. I you was, live down the street from me, Berg. Like, I was so confused because I thought too. I thought maybe he heard us. I thought he was asking, "Hey, can I come with you guys?" <laughs> I mean, twenty-five I person to do wedding on Friday night. Twenty-five person wedding. Dana Hills, yeah. Northwood, seven o'clock. Okay, you're way too far. <laughs> you're close. You're way too far. And that I, I see. I figured you're going to be in Pasadena. I didn't hear the part about the wedding. That's on me. Yeah. No, I'm not going to be. I just was mentioned, Travi. I gotta go, but taking an Uber, I'm like, yeah. Why don't I just oh, go yeah, ahead no. and you you go hard, do work. You you go and you pregame. You go in, you get in the Uber, you get there, and then you continue drinking. I'm gonna get kicked out of this wedding. It's 25 people. 25 people. It's nothing. That's the better Nobody time there. to get kicked out. You, that's what you should do. I was telling him most of the weddings. I've never been to a wedding that small. I've been to a, most weddings the that wedding I go to. Really like, there's a seating assignment of yeah. Well, it's thirty thousand people. It's small. Like you go to. Big weddings. Yep. I haven't been to many weddings where there's, you know, several hundred people. Like mm-hmm. the big wedding in my world is a hundred, hundred and fifty. That's a pretty good size wedding. Most of them are That's a good between, size. That's like that's all you need. Yeah, between fifty and a hundred is kind of normal. But mm-hmm. I have been to a couple that it's been twelve, fifteen. Twelve. Yeah, small. And and they're they're Is that the courthouse? It no, it's at a the two that I've been to both have been very similar. They've both been at at like a place, mm-hmm. right, where like a park or something where the the nuptials take place, and that not like a big bank facility or church or anything like that. It's just it's just a location. Somebody does the ceremony, and then you go to a restaurant, and you have you like rent out a room in the restaurant. That's and it's super fun, but it's very different. Yeah, I actually, yeah. I, just, I lied about ten years ago. One of my closest friends. It was just his family. So no, I've actually technically been to a smaller wedding. Yeah, they're fun. Like Ten people. Like I mean, if said. if you're all close friends and you know everybody, like that can be a lot of fun. Yeah, it's like going to a house party and you only know like two people, and there's all these thousands of people. That's what weddings are like a lot of the times. Yeah. You don't know anybody. Yep. You know one or two people, like, and you just kind of mm-hmm. latch onto them. You, you latch onto them, or they go off and do something. And you're like, you latch onto the bar who. and like. I'll, Let's yeah, be very yeah, clear. There's no wrong way to attend a wedding. <laughs> I love weddings. They're the best. Everybody's in a good mood. There's food, there's usually drinks, there's dancing, there's music. Yeah, that's not bad. Anytime you can that's go drink basically for free and you can just have a good time, that you know you're going to have a good time, it's a pretty good setup. Good place to be. One more little late ask, Slee, and then we'll go to the Lakers. John in Huntington Beach. What have you done recently where you ask yourself, come on, out? you're 40, what are you doing? <laughs> I wake up in the morning and ask myself what the hell am i doing in life no what have i done recently where i've said that it's an, it's an every morning thing right mine was two sunday mornings ago <laughs> i was there with him i was there with him the night before that was that was, a, that was the saturday Stop. night that was a, a lot of fun great time <laughs> wonderful yeah, he time. was home he was home Thank fair you. Game. Fair game. Yeah, yeah. it is fair game yeah, i gotta think of it i don't know i wonder why I mean, I have plenty of negative comments that run through my mind <laughs> myself. No, that one was actually, I felt alive again. Did you go play like four games of pickup basketball in a row? No, I wish I played four games. You know when it is? You know when, when it's when, <laughs> it's when you're laziest and when you, or like it's midnight and you eat a meal that's 
your way too meal. much or whatever it is, I sit there and I'm like, what are you doing? Now, That's your center of, of self-loathing? That's <laughs> nothing, man. Let me, let me help you here. You're doing great. If, that, <laughs> no, if that's the worst thing you're doing, you're no, fine, my man. That's nothing. I don't know if I throw in the age portion. Why did like, I drink an I'm entire bottle of tequila at 52 years old is a much better problem to have. <laughs> Is it a better problem or is it a bigger problem? I don't much bigger. I don't drink that often to have that. Oh, you were hard to the, But you're going hard to the hoop tonight. Yeah, but even my hard to the hoop is like a preseason game compared to that. Look, been, that was a good night. Been in the league a long time, Slee. Yeah, man. So over summer, uh, we have and we have tequila? a bunch of pools. Like I've I've shown Jorge pictures of it. We have we have two pools in my backyard or my back area of the of the complex the apartment complex and we have just these massive parties where it's just tequilas flowing mm. huge and so saturday nights i've gone and gone done that full bottles of tequila beers all of it there's salsa dancing there's like a ton of other stuff Sounds and like they, a good time it's i fall asleep on my floor i can't get to my bed <laughs> <laughs> look, look at my face it happens bro you're fine <laughs> There was You're one time good. I, you made I, I feel, it to your bed. I should not admit I this. I feel bad about it. My head, I had Riley with me, and I. Just, I remember you telling that story. Yeah, went, yeah, no, went, I remember you It was that one step too far. Now yeah. she talks to me. Maybe remember maybe when you fell asleep should... on the floor, Dad? Yeah. <laughs> hey, How that's close when you got, to I had the, the bed flu, were you? Honey. I, was, I was fine. Yeah. I, just, I was petting the dog. <laughs> How close to the bed were you? I was literally next to the bed. I fell. I fell asleep looking for something under the bed, and he was tired, and he. Just decided not to get up. <laughs> he the had a good pillow. I laid, no, a good I, pillow. Literally, I laid down to pet the dog to say goodnight to the dog, and I just went to bed. All right. Glad I asked. Right. Down there. Glad I asked. <laughs> so Lakers win last night. Uh, you know, LeBron had to play a lot of minutes. Anthony Davis was much better. Anthony Davis, like I think most of us probably thought, no surprise. was much better 30, than he was. 30, 12, yeah. three blocks, three steals. He was great, but the question was asked afterwards, you know, what about the criticism that Anthony Davis got after game one? The TNT mm-hmm. halftime show, I was telling you guys that Ripped Kenny, Barkley, and Shaq kind of took turns talking about why he, he is what he is, which is an inconsistent player, a guy that you really can't rely on the way that you can rely on some other star they players like along the way. like you on a regular basis. It, it did, they, did you see it too? Yeah. yeah that's they, what they sounded like. They were very, very critical of him. And this is what LeBron had to say about it. We don't give a shit about criticism about AD. We don't care. <laughs> okay. So he went on to say, we don't care. Nothing bother us. AD doesn't care. I don't know if guys have figured that out. AD does not care. He's not on social media, so he doesn't see any of that crap. He rarely talks unless it's to us, so we don't give a blank about it, and he definitely doesn't. He just go out and does it. He just goes out and does his job, and we're happy to have AD. Anytime you have that passionate of a defense about something, mm-hmm. Telling me you don't care, you don't hear it, he doesn't care, he doesn't hear it, we're in here to I have a hard time believing you. I, I just You're I, lying. I, yeah. You, it's You're just, defending your guy, but I He's there, defending more his to guy it. because they do hear it. Yeah. And because they do care. They do care that he's being criticized. I'm not saying they care about the criticism being accurate or inaccurate. They care about their teammate. They yeah. care about their, presumably, their friend, mm-hmm. somebody that they want to defend. They and want if to protect. I heard, if I heard somebody saying something terrible yeah. about somebody that I cared about, I would want to defend them. Mm-hmm. I just, this whole idea, well, we don't bother. It, clearly, it bothers you because it bothers Laker fans. It bothers basketball fans that he's up and down the way that he is. Well, I, this is the part that I had a difficult time with. What of the criticism is wrong. That That's the part that I don't understand. The part that's I don't it, understand is AD is not getting criticized because people are bored. AD is getting criticized because AD is a great basketball player. 
that has moments where you scratch your head and you say, what the hell is that? Also frequently. Let me give you an example. If Braun would have said this yesterday, if he would have said, the, I, I, I completely understand of defending your guy. I get that. But if Braun would have said, look, I have nights where I'm not as good as I want to be. Every player out there has nights that they, they're not as good as they want to be. It's also on us to make sure we put AD in a better position. Like, there's a way to defend Anthony Davis. You know I can't say that? Because that's not true. <laughs> LeBron doesn't have nights like that. And it's not on the rest of the team to protect Anthony Davis. It's on Anthony Davis's but it, shoulders but, 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 but I, to I will be tell much you, better. I think it's more authentic than we don't give a you-know-what about the criticism. You don't have to care about the criticism, but the yeah. criticism is true. Because the criticism is true... He's not saying it's not true, though, Al. No. What he's saying is that they're not listening to it. He's not arguing about the veracity okay, of the but, criticism. But you don't have to listen to the criticism. It's still an observation that others are giving that, AD, you can't not score in the second half. Would you have been more okay if he would have said something along the lines of, you know, look... AD knows what he has to do. He AD knows that he has to score in the second half. That's yeah. What, if he would just would have been honest and said just that. There, I think there's a way. Yes. I think there's yeah. a way to do and it. You still could and protect him in that sense. You can say like, look, he knows what he's doing. We don't need the criticism. The criticism doesn't matter. AD knows we have this conversation. He came up to me. And Is he there told criticism me. if Anthony Davis in, in in the game against Denver? has 30 points, goes toe-to-toe with Jokic, and the Lakers lose by four because Denver's a better no, team. No, but when he does it two nights from now, there will be. Like, it's this, this right. isn't but, new. But, but that's, that's the whole but, point. But that's my point. My point is is that there's a reason why the criticism is there. Right. It's okay to point out that criticism. and the Yeah, but you're looking at it logically. LeBron's looking at it emotionally. Right. Le- LeBron, LeBron is looking at it as you're coming at one of my guys and I'm going to defend him. That's it. Not not that you're wrong. Mm-hmm. You don't get to you don't get to you don't get to say that about one of my people. That's how he's responding to it. I just the the idea that but that's kind of absurd. Why? It's his boy. They're 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 teammates. They're guys. He's I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie for you, but I'll defend you. He can he can protect Anthony Davis any way he wants. That's fine. The criticism on the outside is there for a reason. I get yeah. what you're saying. I get what yeah. you're saying. But ultimately. People aren't just mentioning things about Anthony Davis because they're bored and they don't have anything to talk about. There's a there's a purpose behind it. World Series starts tonight. Texas Rangers are in it. Does it change the calculus for Clayton Kershaw? That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, guys, so I have a confession. 
So we were Ooh. talking a lot about pillows earlier. Uh, you know, how many pillows do you use? What's the like, right pillow configuration to have? And I was mulling over whether or not I'm going to tell a story. <laughs> okay. So I'm sorry, Mom and Dad, if you're listening. But uh, <laughs> turn, I'm going to tell they this turn off the radio for <laughs> a minute or story. two. So um, I, a couple years ago... I decided to. I spent the night at a guy's house. You met somebody. I met somebody. I spent the night at his house, and I happened to use his pillow. Okay, his pillow was really nice. It was like a Tempur-Pedic pillow. It Those like, are expensive. It like matched the head perfectly. It was great. It was awesome, and uh, <laughs> he might not have been so awesome. Oh, and okay. So <laughs> I, the next morning, uh, dipped early. <laughs> early. Uh, little Irish goodbye. Okay. And I happened to also take his pillow because <laughs> it was a really nice pillow. It was a Tempur-Pedic pillow. What the hell are you talking it. about? And then I left his place what are you talking in my about? car with his pillow uh, and I decided to block his number <laughs> and I still use the pillow to this day. <laughs> That's not a real story. That is a real that story. That cannot be a real story. I, I'm sorry if he's listening. He lives in Connecticut, I believe, still. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I blocked his number. I unfollowed him from uh, socials and things You're like that. You're a criminal. I'm a criminal, but, you know, it's, it's a good pillow. It, it, it's <laughs> basically <laughs> the perfect crime because she got the pillow that she wanted. Yeah. She blocked the number and she moved out of town. Yeah. Like, that, that's, Emily, that's <laughs> your pillow miss? now. That's, that's you amazing. You might as well just take $40 out of his wallet. <laughs> take it's, his car. It's more than a $40 pillow. Let <laughs> me just tell you that. Those are hundreds of dollars. Yeah, because it, it's a nice pillow. Yeah. Again, maybe he should have had you know more many times? security for that pillow. <laughs> like a low jack in his pillow. Do you know how many times he's probably told his version of the story <laughs> and everybody is standing yeah. around like, <laughs> she robbed me of my what? pillow. Yeah, I had to get a new one. He was he was rich. He had money to spend on the new pillow. But yes, I uh, I decided to. I don't take care his if he's rich. You can't take his pillow. Okay, well then again, he should have protected his pillow a little better. <laughs> well, you probably, okay. How? I, I'm I'm <laughs> on your side. Um, but <laughs> to, to Salih's point. I don't think he was expecting you to steal his pillow. Like this idea that he should have been guarding it more. Do you carefully. know how confused <laughs> I would be. If back in the day I that's woke a, up, that's a great point. And my pillow's gone. That now is, I'm looking around. I'm like, what else is gone? That is a great point. I get. He's probably thinking. I had seven bananas. There's six. It must have fallen behind the bed. Did I put it in the closet? Like, where did I leave <laughs> you this? You know what? Thing? That's actually. And and at some point he's like, wait a second. No, no. I still think to this day he has no idea what happened to his pillow. <laughs> no, because eventually she wasn't there, and he's like, wait. Yeah, but who would take a pillow? Her. <laughs> it's a really nice pillow, and I did not have a lot of money then. And that's, I was like, that, I was just taking advantage of the situation. I was not expecting that. Story. I like that a lot. I have yeah. two stories now, <laughs> or not stories. I have, I have you with your three pillows, yes. and I have a visual of it, <laughs> and I have Emily. Walking to her car with somebody's pillow. I have that visual I left the too. pillowcase. I was just gonna. I you took the words out. It's like, did you take the case or? Might you... as well take the pillowcase at that point. I left the pillowcase. I well, took that's the when. Pillow. Well, no. Yeah. Now then, he that's knows a clue. Yeah, that's now a that's clue. different. Which yeah. again is why I blocked that's the number. Different. I went to his house, not my house. It was a perfect crime. He doesn't know where I live. Instead of a dear John letter, you just left a pillowcase by the front door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wasn't that not ready deep. for that one. <laughs> was not that deep. It was just a time. I like not that a lot. Prepared for All right, that. parents, you can listen to it again. Good, good for you. <laughs> It'll be in the podcast. Make sure you get it later. <laughs> yeah, like, just to redact yeah, the, it's uh, the second the hour. It's... Absolutely. All right, so World Series starts tonight, and I'm sure that Fox is 
probably not thrilled for what they're about to get the rangers and the d-backs mm-hmm. um not the exactly the yankees against the los I mean, angeles Joe Davis had a whole article in la times being like guys we're not worried about it come watch the game much like lebron says he doesn't listen to criticism about ad i don't right. believe joe davis on that either uh joe davis is an unbelievable play-by-play man though the point being I think there are some interesting things in this. I still like watching Corey Seager. You know, we, when we I think when we first started doing it together, Slee, you got the idea that Corey Seager of that group of Dodgers, he was my favorite guy. Yeah, and, and he was just he was terrific. Oh, I started I've, to see I've him go. heard a lot of Dodger fans. I was uh, remember going to a game with one of our one of our partners here, Power Pro Plumbing, right? And Raul Rodriguez, that that's the owner there. But every time we talked to anything Dodgers in that era, that yeah. time, he's like. I love Corey Seager. I love Corey Seager. There was a lot of Dodger fans that were very attached to Seager specifically. Oh, yeah. Easy guy to love. He, 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 it, exactly it. right. Yeah. He, he played well all the time, never, ever was involved in any sort of nonsense. And the only knock on Corey Seager is he got hurt kind of frequently and sure. continued to have, but he's he's playing a high level. I'm excited to see him. I'm, a, I'm excited to see uh, Adolis Garcia, who's just on an incredible heater. Corbin Carroll is a fun baseball player to sure. watch. Christian Walker is a legit home run threat every time he steps in there. All of those things are interesting. But what I think is the most interesting part about this, the Rangers are good. And for the last, what is it, four or five years, mm-hmm. the threat's too strong of a word. The, the, the Rangers being in the Clayton Kershaw sweepstakes okay. has been a regular thing for a while now. A couple years, right? It longer. Mm-hmm. Like the going back to maybe three or four years ago when they are, and he was kind of, and I decided not to do it. And I was reading something this morning that said he told the Rangers, hey, don't forget about me. Now they've changed GMs from Chris Woodward to Chris Young, and, yeah. and it's, it's a different, but Clayton Kershaw's from Dallas, does not live far from the, the, the ballpark and all this stuff. There's always been he wants to go pitch at home. And I was always of the thought that, listen, the Dodgers are going to be in the playoffs over and over and over again. Clayton Kershaw is one of the few athletes that it, it hits a point of The only thing that matters is winning. That's it. He's made all the money. He's won all the awards. He wants to win. That's it. The Rangers did not give him an opportunity to win, so I'm going to stay in L.A. with the Dodgers because I want to continue to win. That's not true anymore. The Rangers do give him an opportunity to win. Does it? Do you, do you think it changes the way that – we should look at this offseason with him in particular because it's been well if he decides to come back he's coming back here and if he doesn't he's going to go retire well maybe now the rangers are back in the mix because he doesn't degrom's going to be there Evaldi's going to be there. Sure, like they're, they're not going to be depending on right him. he doesn't have yeah. to go pitch to going to be the innings. game one starter right, of right. the playoff series well that, let me we're assuming here that kershaw's all good health and and I'm assuming also that the definition of all good health means he's not going to go out and, and you know, he's going to have times during the season where he's going to be off. And I think something that you said during the playoffs that really has not been the structure of Clayton Kershaw, they use him so much early on that by the time you hit a certain amount of innings, it's like, that. yeah, they need to flip that. Right, where... Just be more strategic with him. We're talking about Braun in his 21st year, being more strategic You got with 100 it. innings for Clayton Kershaw. Yeah. Deploy them where you yeah. want to, but pitching him in May, June, and July doesn't seem to make a lot of sense to me. I guess this would be the question for Kershaw. If he's healthy, you know what the Dodgers, you know they're going to be in the mix. Mm-hmm. You know they're going to be back in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You know you're going to have a shot with them. Mm-hmm. Do you feel at all any unfinished business in L.A.? 
If he, I'm Clayton Kershaw? And I, this is the question I think he would have to ask himself. If if the Dodgers came in the offseason and the Dodgers the yes. and the Dodgers said, Hey, here's fifteen million, twelve million, whatever I think it was seventeen last year, whatever the number it is. It won't come down okay? to the money. Okay. Texas here's the exact same offer. Uh-huh. Texas is saying, We'd like you to come here. You've expressed some interest in coming home. I guess the question it comes down to for Clayton Kershaw, are you okay to continue to pitch and know that it's going to be somewhere else and that the last time that you were at Dodger Stadium that Altman screwed you, <laughs> that that you gave up six runs in one inning, you didn't even go an inning, you went a third of an inning. You you good with that? Because, listen, he may say, guys, I, I, there's nothing left for me to do in L.A. I did everything I possibly can. This is a family decision that we're making out there. I got no regrets. I did everything I was supposed to do. You know what? I won a World Series in 2020. Um, whatever you want to think of my history and my reputation in L.A., yeah. I'm good with it. I don't care. Or does he say to himself, if I'm going to continue to pitch – I don't want it to end that way in L.A. Let me ask you something. What did Tony Gwynn do in his last at-bat with, with the Padres? What did Tony Gwynn what, – what do you mean? Just What was his last appearance with the Padres? How did he do? I can't remember off the top of my head. Exactly. That's the whole point. Mm-hmm. This, this will go away. You, you, it, will, it will fade. It will never be gone completely. But my point of this is, okay. is that if you are a legend on a team, we're going to remember you being a legend on the team. What if I don't care and you don't care? What if it's just, does he care? I, I, that's I, the question that fair, I, that I that, ask. That's that. fair. But I, I think that he's smart enough and been around long enough to know, I've won three Cy Youngs, an MVP in a World Series. I don't think everybody's going to remember that I had a disaster in the very last thing. They'll remember that he struggled in the playoffs. Yeah. That's just part of his legacy. Of course. But that he had a disastrous last inning. Because of Outman. Yeah, th- th- that, <laughs> that, that will fade. So I don't think that that's the reason. I think that the, the, the one part of it that I think he, if you had his Dodger resume, there's one hole, and it's a very, very small one, but it's there. They haven't won a World Series in a regular season. They won the World Series in a season that lasted 60 games in a playoff format that was bizarre in front of a neutral crowd mostly in Dallas, Texas, against a team from Florida. It's just weird. It, it, it's not. It's just they've been in the playoffs. So he's pitched in the World Series a bunch of times, but that – 162-game race, followed by three rounds of the playoffs, followed by the parade, followed by all the stuff that comes along with the traditional World Series win. It's the one thing that's missing. Can I I make that case then that what makes you think that's going to change and why don't I close that chapter and go to Texas and see what happens? Maybe, and and that could be the answer. But Because the Dodgers – technically didn't change anything nope they didn't but he's a dodger and i think that that's the 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 push and the pull of it all the the push is i've spent my entire life here Mm -hmm. i i I don't want to go anywhere else and i want to finish this race the correct way the pull is i might have a better chance over there (laughs) and that and but one shot you're gonna play six i played how long did you play 17 years who'd you play for 16 years for the Dodgers and one year for the Texans. It's just it's a, it's a little Emmett Smith on the Cardinals, a little Jerry Rice on the Seahawks. It's but, just, but it's, it's only weird. but the only reason why it's even a conversation is because he's been rumored around yeah. Texas before. And they and got he's good. Still, it's not like he said I'm going to the Red Sox. No, and and, and the Rangers got good. They are yeah. good. They're, they're at least the favorites to win the World Series here in a, ten days. When you said what did Tony Gwynn do in his final at bat, I was like. Am I supposed to know what that of course is? Not. In my head, am I? I think he grounded into a yeah, double play. But, but, uh, uh, Maybe it was a fly. No, I have no idea. Play, of course you don't. Yeah. No, no, it, 
Nobody does. That, that stuff right? that fades away. It yeah. fades away. You you remember that Tony Gwynn was a great hitter, only played for the Padres, nearly hit 400, got screwed by the strike in 94. Yep. Like all, all of these kind of things you remember, but the specifics of yep. how it ends are lost to time. You rep. <laughs> Factor cap coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Hey guys. Uh, yeah, I know I'm a bad person for taking this pillow, but hey, I got a pillow out of it and who cares? You know, yeah. it's not a walk of shame if you come out with a prize. <laughs> that's what I did. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, look what I got. That's awesome. Gotta Good back that pillow. I want you story. to find him and go give him his pillow back. I yeah, you go find him. All right. Um, so Taylor Swift released 1989 Taylor's version last night. So the new, the re-recorded version of her 2014 album that won her Grammy of the Year back then. So on it, there is a song that features Kendrick Lamar. It's Bad Blood, Taylor's version featuring Kendrick Lamar. And one of his lines in the uh, song is, you forgive, you forget, but you never let it go. All right. So my statement is, you forgive, you forget, and you never let it go. Travis, Fetter Cap. Cap. I'm going to forgive. I am going to let it go, but I'm never going to forget. You got to make sure, because if you forget, then they, can, then they can do it to you that again. Deep. I'm going to forgive you. Yeah. I'll let it go, and we can move on, but it's in there, because if it happens again, we're done. Right? Like, that. that's one. Everybody, do they know it's done? Or everybody do you play makes it a along? mistake. Everybody fouls up yeah everybody can do something and i'm gonna have a little grace and say you know what not a big deal let's move on from it from there mm -hmm. but i'm not forgetting Al, i don't know how much i could offer to that that's that was that's the right way to approach it the the not forgetting you got to have that banked in your head you got to have that information there the only thing trav what if i did this what if you don't forget However, I tell you, like, hey, that was just a really big mistake that I made. I know what you're going to say. You're going to say, well, are you going to do it again or not? If you do it again, then it's in there. I think that's probably the best way to approach it is you just can't forget. I'll forgive so you. I'm, I'm, I'll forgive I'm good you. on that one. Yeah, we can move on, but... We, Don't forget You got you two did. strikes. <laughs> yeah. you, you got two strikes and you're behind in the count. Jorge? Uh, yeah, I'm little Travis. You don't forget this stuff, but at the same time, you set boundaries at this point. Like you don't, uh, like you don't hold a grudge, but you set a boundary at some point. You're there like, you, you know what? You're not gonna. I'm not gonna hold it against you, but you. I'm not gonna let you pass this this right. way. You anymore. know what exactly. they told you one time. Like you, you know who they were. They showed it to you they one let time. You know. And again, with me, you can forgive, you forget, but you never let it go. But the pillow, I'm sure that guy never forgets. <laughs> so, um, again, additionally. I would uh, never let that go. <laughs> that It's a whole new thing. Uh, for the album, she released five extra Vault tracks. So they were songs that were written at the time, back in 2014, that she released in addition to this album being released. So... People have been speculating about who is the subject of the five extra songs. A lot of times is who she's dated. At the time, she was dating Harry Styles, and so people were trying to make connections to that. So my statement is, you would date someone knowing that they would write a song about you. Again, good or bad. So you would date someone knowing that they would write a song about you. Alan, Factor Cap. Fact. It's all good. You know, 
is what it is. If somebody's going out of their way, I'm in a song. Hopefully the song is good. Uh, if you got Even something- Even if it's trashing you, but it's a good song? Yeah. I, I Easy to dance to, Em. You can tap your foot while you, we drive along in the car. <laughs> I mean, is the song saying like Alan Sliwa is part of the chorus or- you So know? the song says, lying traitor. You're a lying traitor, which is Ooh. what she called- uh, Chorus Mary. says, I had a pillow when I went to bed and I didn't have one when I woke up. <laughs> <laughs> if it's fair, if the lyrics okay. are fair, then I'm okay with it. If it's made up or I disagree with it, now I got to come up with a diss track. Logical man, Slee. I got to come up with a diss track now. We'll go to Dame. Get in the lab and go to work. <laughs> okay, so I, I want to start with this. I too the, the fact that these celebrity relationships, right, like the musician in Taylor uh, Taylor Swift's case and the actors or the that you have to go in thinking that they may burn you in their art is weird to me like i i don't like these this is why the whole travis kelsey like there's this is very transactional on some level that they're both getting something out of it i would think that i'm going out with somebody hoping that it works out and i'm not worried about getting burned in a song along the way so i i think my answer is cap but just the idea of trying to negotiate your exit before it even starts is weird to me but you can also know you're dating somebody and they might write a lovely beautiful song about your love together sure and it might be a beautiful love song yeah, but just knows. knowing that i will be the subject of the art at some point mm-hmm. is awkward that you'll be amused <laughs> Ooh, I, I, now if you put it like that i do like being amused <laughs> all right Jorge? uh he okay so he, she doesn't she didn't say oh this is a harry style song no, she he? never comes out and says okay. hey this is written about this person it's okay, just the great. fans that connect the then dots i would not mind if i'm that person because who's other than her and her fans who else is gonna know outside of that if you hear that song you're gonna be like okay it's just another song you don't know it's about me yeah right. so I, I don't have an issue with it now Go yeah ahead. the lore behind it <laughs> um all right so uh coach k talked about on this radio show how he um heard about how on this show the bear uh that came out on hulu there he's kind of like a plot line in that movie so like the girl or the show the girl reads the book about coach k and it, it motivates her okay so he sent a copy a signed copy of that book to io debris who is the girl the girl in the subject of this uh plot line and he also said that he wants to get a cameo in the show so my statement is coach k will be a good actor Again, he'd be playing himself. He's not going to play another role. So Coach K will be a good actor. Jorge, factor cap. Coach K, I don't, I don't think so. He very, he seems like a very mellow kind of guy, very straightforward kind of guy. Stiff. I, I, yeah, yeah, exactly. So I, I don't, I don't think so. I don't see him as an actor. Travis. F- fact is, I think he'll be good. Yes. Fact. Here's why. I had an opportunity to spend a little bit of social time with him one point, and Jorge, the image that he projects of being super uptight, his hair is all. You know, died and perfect and he's yeah, very super stiff. sarcastic and he's so funny he's yeah. got an incredible sense of humor he's kind of body he's mm. he was i was charmed almost instantly and mm. i went in there wanting to not like him right I, i'm not a duke person i'm like i don't want to watch dude coach k and all yeah. that he was awesome like he charmed me almost Within within twenty minutes, I'm like, this guy's the best. Why would anybody not want to go play for Coach K? So if he has that gear to turn on a, 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 di- a different charm. personality or charm, I think he'd be a pretty good actor. Yes. Al. Fact: If they're putting him in a position like you just said to just be himself, he's not actually trying to act and be somebody different. He's not. He's going to be Coach K when he gets. He's going to be Coach K. I think that's the only shot that you got for a lot of people that don't act. When they're telling you just to be you, that's probably the best shot that you have. So I'll go fact on this one. All right. So when I went to see Killers of the Flower Moon, a uh, couple like last week, I didn't go. I, I, I didn't just go. 
whoosh. Well, here's what happened. She was still working like at five. Yeah. So then the the next you movie get home at two a.m. at six. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, I don't think I could do six o'clock. Go maybe uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow yeah. might be a good good yeah. day to do it. Might as well. Yeah, the only thing worse yeah. than a three and a half hour movie is a three and a half hour movie hungover. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I'm <laughs> if I'm if I'm laying on one of the recliners <laughs> well, and it's right. and it's Sitting and I'm going to an eleven a.m. show. Like I would do it like that. You'll be where asleep I'm by eleven forty five. With a bathrobe. <laughs> yeah. But anyway. I, I got so when my I, slippers on. When I saw it, clearly someone else in my theater might have been a little high. And so they were laughing at parts that probably weren't funny. Or like, or parts that were funny laughing a lot. Yeah. Uh, like way more than everybody else in the, in the theater. So I was like, ooh, okay, they're having a good time. So you have been a person that has laughed at inappropriate times. Travis Fettercat. Fact. And I, I do it in movies are the perfect example of this where there's something that's mildly funny in, yeah. the, in the script or whatever that hits me exactly right. And I will burst out laughing at, at that line. And they've, about a half a second after it happens, a very sharp elbow coming right into the ribs telling me to control myself. Because I, it, you just react to it. You don't think about it, right? You just react. It happens. Ow. Fact, I, I, there's nothing more funny to me, especially when I was growing up. Like, I, I think of Cousin Slee, right? There were times where it's like, not now, man. Don't do it. We're at church. We're at, you know, some type of event where it's like, no, this is not where... You and I should be laughing, but it's because we're not supposed to be laughing that makes it so funny. Or it's the, do you know if you make noise right now, people are going to look at us like we're complete whatever. In class, back in the, in high school and middle school, that used to happen to me all the time. It's actually one of the funnier predicaments to be in is when you're with somebody who kind of is same personality. You're both looking at each other where you're not supposed, you should be res- most respectful there. And I'm like, I can't hold my laugh. Jorge? Absolutely. And then, you know, just with the kind of mindset that I have is I want to get that and make it a drop. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever I yes. heard that was funny. I was like, man, I wish I was recording. I had somewhere I can pull that and use it on the show next time. But of course, the, it, that's actually the best answer. It's that the recognition of a damn, that's perfect. And you just the, re, the response to it as opposed to that. It, it, sometimes it just hits you right. But I'm, you know, it's really funny when you're like you have no reaction. Like, I really wish I would have thought of that. That's how you yeah, know it's perfect. One. Yeah, You know it's perfect when you just want to straight up steal it. Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. All right, Jorge. We're doing yeah. how we've been doing it, right? You've got three questions. Two this time. Two this time. Two Ooh, we got a, a, a better I get opportunity it. I to understand. win. Better chances. Yeah, you know? I understand. All right, so if you've been listening to the show, Jorge has some questions. That if you get right, uh, what are they going to win? They're going to uh, – Playoff tickets for tomorrow against Vancouver, uh, round one, game one of the MLS uh, MLS Cup playoffs, and uh, yeah, LAFC versus Vancouver Whitecaps. All right, so we're going to go to Brandon in Los Angeles. You get the first crack at it, Brandon. Go ahead, Jorge. All right, Brandon, uh, here's your first question. How many Golden Boot winners does the LAFC have in the past six seasons? One. Oh, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. Sorry, Brandon. Oh. Try helping on YouTube. Yeah. So a- Alex is basically going, you know, blind here. Alex in Los Angeles, you're up next. Alex, are you ready, man? Here we go. How many gold boot winners has the LAFC had in the last six seasons? Three. Three, correct, my man. All right, so the, the latest one is Denny Buanga. How many goals did he score over the season to secure the golden boot this year? How many goals he scored last this season? This season, yeah, to secure the golden boot. Yes, how many goals? We gave out the number. 
Gosh, I don't know, but uh, I'm going to take a wild guess. Uh, take a guess. I'm going to take 23. Oh, close, but no, man. Sorry. <laughs> All right. We got another Alex. Alex in Hermosa Beach. Alex. All right, Alex. Hopefully you've been paying attention, man. So how many Golden Boot winners has the LA, uh, does LAFC have in the past six seasons? He's gone, Em? No, no, he's there. Alex, how many? Three. Three, okay. And how many goals did Denis Buanga, the latest Golden Boot winner, score this season to secure the Golden Boot? 27. Oh, man, no. Get no. your phones out, people. Get your phones out. <laughs> Let's Google this. <laughs> Santa Clarita is next. Francisco in Santa Clarita. All right, Francisco, hopefully you've been paying attention, man. How many Gold Boot winners does the LSC have? Three. Three. How many goals did Denis Buanga score this season to secure the Golden Boot? 20. 20. Hey, there we go. We got our winner. winner, winner. Francisco (laughs) and Santa Clarita, stay on hold. Emily's going to get your information. Make sure you get your LAFC playoff tickets. It's tomorrow, Jorge? Tomorrow, uh, uh, 6 p.m. 6 p.m. And we're going to give away. 5 5 p.m. We're giving away a a four pack. And then we got another chance later on the show. On our show. On our show. On our show today. So if you didn't win, you still got a chance to win. So make sure that you're listening to the last. Hour and twenty minutes of the program, and you got a chance to there you uh, go go to see LAFC in the playoff. I haven't. I've been to three or four LAFC games. I've not we been to went, a playoff game. We go twice. You and I. Were we in the I believe we've gone twice. twice. I think twice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the chug off, and then a, a different suite. Night. Yeah. Yep. I'll be there tomorrow. Uh, me, DeAndre, and we're going to be working. The Are game. you working? Yeah. Okay. We're working again, so we'll be there, and if, uh, hopefully Very run nice. into some of these winners. You know. There you go. That would playoff games are awesome. Oh, there's nothing anything, like it for anything because the intensity goes up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And the the drama goes yeah, there's way meaning, up. There's, you know, we, we talk about the grind every time you talk about baseball. You're like, oh, it's July. It's whatever it is, right? Get into a playoff game. Whether it doesn't matter the sport, it's just completely different And it's level. different, especially because LAFC is defending it. So yep. they're trying to win mm-hmm. it again, go back to back, and you're defending the cup. So That seems like a longer than a year. That was just a year <laughs> that ago? Was just a year ago. Man, that's crazy. That is absolutely crazy. So going back to the Dodgers here for a second, Slee. And and talking about the World Series, which starts tonight, you were like Trav. I like baseball, but eh, I don't know about tonight. You're you're not feeling it, and I I know I'm in the minority, but I want to watch some of these guys play. But the Diamondbacks and the Rangers, pretty tough sell if you are even a casual baseball fan. Yeah, you gotta just look. If I, I could tell you for me, if I was at home just chilling tonight, I'd probably go back and forth in the game. Right, like I would watch What's part the of the fourth? game. What's the other thing that you're playing? Just whatever else. What other NBA games on? <laughs> yeah. um, if there's any, I, I, I'm going back and forth. If it was a Tuesday and there's nothing, and I've enjoyed the playoffs. Like I, I've, I've said this before to you, and I know some people are. If my team's out. I'm out. I don't do that with the with the playoffs. And I think there's enough storylines. If you watched the Rangers versus the Astros, then you ha- you just have some storylines from watching it. If you've watched the Diamondbacks through this whole thing, it's like how the hell are they here? I know a lot more about these two teams than before the playoffs started that I'm a little – I don't know if pot committed is, but a little pot committed. I don't know why I feel this way. Okay. But I've been watching baseball virtually my entire life. It's been my favorite sport my entire life. It's the thing that I'm most interested in. It's the thing that I'm most passionate about. And For me, it's pickleball. Yeah, I understand. I'm hoping that I can figure out why are they hot right now. Why? Why are they? Do, why, why are they able to win right now? Where the where the Dodgers are out so quick? I'm hoping there's something that's just going to present itself to the world. Like, why did the Arizona Diamondbacks crack the code on how to play your best baseball at the best time of year? And I don't think there's an answer. I don't but think that's why an I keep turning it on. the The Arizona Diamondbacks deserve to be where they are. 
This is not a product of the format. Look at the squads this, they this, went through. This is not a product of, of just being lucky. Yeah. They beat the Brewers, who had the fifth most wins in Major League Baseball. Mm-hmm. They beat the Dodgers, who had the third most Swept wins in Major League Baseball. Swept both of those teams. They beat the Phillies in game six and seven in Philadelphia. One of those games, they had a rookie pitcher go out there and take the ball. And go look at Philly's lineup. They're here for a reason. Mm-hmm. What's the reason? It, I mean, I get it. They have good players, but they're they're they didn't have good players to go win 105 games. They got good players, but there's something else in the universe. Texas is a little easier to explain. They're just really good. Yeah, they are. They were good all year long. Mm-hmm. They have star players. Kind of what did the All Star game? Remember, we were kind of joking there. I think they had five guys start the All Star game. Mm-hmm. That makes a lot of sense to me. Arizona doesn't. They deserve it, but I can't quite crack the code on why they're there. Where a team like the Dodgers just goes, poof, they're out in three games without a whimper. Yeah, I look. I, I go back. By the way, the Rangers too. Their their path to getting to the World Series, that Astro series where you lose your first two. No, no, no. You win the they first won two. The first two lost. Lose the next, the next three. three, and how you lose Game Five with Altuve hitting Crushing. that shot, and they come back and win six and seven on the road. So I think both storylines. There's some good storylines there. The thing you just mentioned about the Dodgers, about you just you just can't make sense of it. Does that do you think that gives people more intrigue to it, or do you think that bothers people more? That why can't I, why why can't I get a feel for what's going to happen come postseason in the playoffs? I think it, the only people that are watching this right now, and I, I I say this, and I'm putting myself in the are hardcore baseball, hardcore people. baseball fans, or and you're from Arizona, what, or you're one or from the two, Texas. And, and I think. What if you're from Arizona Tech, you don't give a damn. They're in. I don't care why they're here. They're just here. I'm going to enjoy. Doesn't matter. It. Yeah. If you're like me, I think you understand that there is no explanation to it, but you're still trying to figure it out anyway. That I would love to know, but I do think that what I keep coming back to the Dodgers is somebody has to do something different to just re- Andrew Friedman clearly is not going to change his methodology. Ken? We, we saw the press conference. I didn't want to re- go over it again because it drives me crazy. What about ownership? That's what I'm saying. That whoever ultimately is the final say, and that's the Guggenheim partners and Mark Walter, that if they're not saying, listen, I love what you guys are making everybody rich. Good for you. The ballpark's full. TV revenue's full. People and you're are winning a lot of games. Win a lot of games. And the product is Customer good. satisfaction is, generally speaking, through the roof. Guys, we got to find a way to win a couple of games. You think October. they're saying that or no? Clearly they're not, or there'd be changes. But do you think they're uh, – th- think about what you're fighting with. You're fighting with what people would say is Andrew Friedman, if he's not the best, he's one of the best. So just leave it at that. Sure. Put that to the side. Sure, sure, sure. You're fighting with – through a 162-game season, I know I'm getting all of this. I know that the team is successful. I know that we're cropping our own guys. I know that there's a recipe that many, many Major League Baseball teams can look at the Dodgers and say, damn, I wish we were that consistent sure. of a franchise. You think there's a little bit of, if I rock the boat on this, do you think they're looking at it as, what could the negatives be that – We've been this successful doing it this way. Have we screwed up in the playoffs? Absolutely. Has there been a feeling of an empty stomach? Absolutely. But do you think there's also, if I react and I get rid of my manager or I tell my front office, like, that's enough. You guys can, I get what you guys want to do. 
I don't want to continue to do this. You're also risking the other way of what could happen. I wonder how much that plays in them. I think it's worth the risk. Probably some, but you're not asking them to do it 180 degrees in the opposite direction. We're asking you to make a slight course correction. We're not asking you to just, okay, this Changing is... Changing your manager is not slight, right? After eight years, it's pretty slight. Well, I, I mean, you've told me this, and I'm, I want to make sure I say this. I'm not... I've said it from the beginning. I think they need to just try something different. I think yeah. that is the manager. But that's not a small course. That is, you're changing your manager. You're changing a guy that you said has got the best winning percentage in baseball. And, but and it would be reactionary if it were after one or two. It's eight years. It's eight years. And clearly the message, whatever the message is, if there even is a message, is not happening. And I'm not saying you go and hire a guy that's never been in a dugout before. I'm saying let's just paint the wall a different color. And I think that's a lot of what this is. Doesn't that even make it more clear Ugh. that at the end of the day it's not Dave Roberts that's making those decisions I, which is why they're saying well why would we get literally he has nothing to do with amen it. right like that, that that's the only thing that would make, make it more clear somewhere else but doing it again and just mm -hmm. hoping it's different drives me absolutely bananas week eight of the NFL season is underway the Rams are in Dallas the Super Bowl champion DeMarco Farr joins us next it's Travis Lee 710 ESPN